Hi guys, and welcome back to In The Process Of Healing. So far, I think I've had quite incredible people come on. I know it's only been two episodes, but still, it it means the world to me that people are open to having these discussions and the people that have stepped forward and stepped up to have these conversations with me I'm beyond thankful, beyond thankful. We're stepping into new territory this episode. <laughs> Definitely new territory in many ways. Wait, many ways or many ways more than one. Um, this person that's come on has been in my life, has been in my life since. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, has been in my life since like, I was a little toddler. Like, it's not even a joke. And they are beyond special. They are unique. They are them. They are them. <laughs> no, but you are you are yourself. Like, if, any, if anyone could be more themselves as you, like, unapologetically, this person, as we're going to divulge, I think that's my favourite word, but anyway, as we divulge and unpack, um, you're going to get to know why. You're definitely going to get to know why. (laughs) And it's just, I'm just proud. I'm proud of who you are. I'm proud of the journey. Most importantly, the journey you've been on. Um, Because you always put a smile on your face. And it's not always easy. So, without further ado... (laughs) I would like to welcome Eben. Ah! <laughs> Come to <on some> stage. <laughs> Hello. Hi. You're right. I'm good, thanks. How are you, sweetheart? <laughs> I'm good, thank you. Oh, I'm that's good. amazing. Huh? I'm sorry. That's that's amazing. <laughs> I'm still smiling. No. Why do you need to stop smiling? That's like your best feature when you smile. I love it. Are you ready? So ready. I love the energy. I love oh, the energy. Keep it going. You? I swear, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> no, if you need to cry, do it. Like this is this is a safe space. And as I've been saying to my last two guests, is that this this is a place for you to just be you. Yeah. I want you to feel as I said already, you are already yourself. Like unapologetically. So if you need to cry, do that. Because we need to show people what it is to be human. I think we've forgotten what that is. We manufacture... A lot of social media has manufactured the way that we should behave or act. And I think definitely in the way you are as a person, um, I think a lot of people see you as quite strong-willed, which means that you can never be sad or you'd never be... Do do you know what I mean? Yeah, I give myself a day or two and then I'm just like... (laughs) You've really got things to be doing. <laughs> what? You need to just get up. And just, just keep, keep it going. going. Yeah. Keep moving, keep moving. You've got time to be sad. <laughs> um, okay, so for all my guests that comes on, I want to start by asking this question. What does healing mean to you? Healing, I don't really, I don't really know. Healing is like coming over the trauma or the... Not trauma, I'm not trauma for it per se. 
Okay. Like anything that you anything that you've gone through in life, healing is getting over it. Getting over that and moving forward from what has happened, if that makes sense. Yeah. To in my eyes. Yeah. Do you know what I love so far is that obviously both my guests being my mum and my sister I like how you guys preface by saying in my eyes or to me because I think sometimes we we make it generic we make it we make it like this is what it is for everyone but it might not everyone's different everyone's healing process is very different yeah no one will heal the same no not at all so what works for me will not necessarily work for the next person for sure, for sure. I feel like these are like all conversation starters. And I keep saying I want to open this platform just for people to just have a conversation. Mm. I think I had a bit of a light bulb moment with my sister where she, I was explaining that I did therapy and it just, like, the amount of therapy I did, it just wasn't working. Mm. But then I realised the thing that I was missing the most is just to have a genuine conversation with someone. Just a, like, just, you know, like those wholesome conversations. Like, I think we've had it many of times. Mm. Like, where you just been like, you look at me, I, I hate when you give me that look. Because I know you know. <laughs> but I'm here trying to be like, ha ah, ha, like I'm laughing. And you're like, but you're not happy. Yeah. And it really, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes put on a, put in an, put in on a brave face. Because don't get me wrong, I do it all the time. Like, I could be having the shittest day, but as soon as I step out that door, I'm. But you do need to you need to have someone that you can talk to. Yeah. You can't just keep it all up inside. I don't really talk myself. Like, yeah. I don't really like to express to no one. I'd rather just get over my shit and then get on with what I need to do. Yeah. But it's I do talk to people. Yeah. Not as much as I should. <laughs> but I don't really care. Why <laughs> Why why do you think that? Why do you think you don't talk? talk? Um, I feel like it stems from my mum, to be honest with you. She was... Sorry. <laughs> it stems from my, well, my mum. I, I think she's, oh, she's was the most amazing person. So strong. Yeah. And she amazing. had a lot of shit going on in her life. Yeah. And we never, ever saw that side. Obviously, she had people that she spoke to, one person in particular that she spoke to that I, know, that I knew of. Yeah. But other than that, she just got on what she, what she had to do. Like, she just got up and like, i got to do this, so let's fucking go. Yeah. And it's the truth. Keep it pushing. 1,000%. Yeah. I kind of want to build up to who your mum is. Because I think she definitely played a very important role in my life. She played every role in my life. Do you know what I mean? Like, anyone that's... That got to know. fucking blessed, mate. (laughs) (laughs) You fucking (laughs) angel. But quite literally, we, we did, like... She wouldn't. She wouldn't let anything slide with me. She would not let anything slide with me. Like, she would, for real. like she was like, "Have you done your applications? Are you going to go and do this?" Like even when I said, "Oh, I want to eventually go to a Brit," she was like, "I remember that." Yeah, and she was oh like, "Yeah, but gosh. you will be going." Do you remember? She didn't even I question it. Remember that? Yeah. That is crazy. But she was on it. She was on it. Like even when I was trying to look for secondary school, she's like, "If you need help, let me know." Because um, we went. I went to one. I think you know this, went to, um, what's those things called? Like an open day. Mm-hmm. And she was there. And Evan's mom is a trans, well, was a translator. And um, I just thought she was wicked. I remember like seeing this woman in the corner, like moving her hands all magical. 
that. And then, like, literally turns around, she goes, oh, hi, Khalid. And I was like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you could do that. But yeah, boy. it was just the support that she gave me and the support that she gave to our community. Mm. So let's let's go backwards a little bit. Yeah. So um, I wanted to talk about our childhood because mm-hmm. I think our childhood was spent a lot together. Um, so we're both gymnasts. Uh, we grew up in the gymnastics world together, doing it for what eight coming on eighteen years, seventeen years. Mine's twenty. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> no, I'm not a bitch. <laughs> but it was it was a great journey. It was a time. It was a time. It was amazing. It was amazing. Them gym years were fucking amazing, mate. Yeah. Amazing. I do find. I don't know, you might not feel the same way. I do feel like that was a place of escapism for me. It was a second home. Yeah. 1,000%. 1,000%. Like, I had my family at home and then I had you guys, which was my family. Yeah. And it was just, it was great. It was so great. In the beginning, it was fucking amazing. It was great. So lit. It's weird you say it was your second home. For you, it was your first? Yeah. No. I think it definitely became my first. It was very important to me. Like, that couldn't go wrong. If that went wrong, my world was wrong. Like, I couldn't... And it's it's quite funny, in the first episode I talk about... I've never felt somewhere to be home for me. Mm. I've never... Not to negate having shelter or, you know, having food on the table, whatever, it... It just never felt a place where I could call my own mm. or a place where I know to feel safe in. Or, like, I need to be careful with my words, but, like, do you know what I mean? Like, whole, like... Home, that, I get what you mean. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it, but, but I get what you mean. Yeah, it just wasn't that for me. However, the the gym became my place of sanctuary where I could be me to an extent until like eventually I, I, I think I flourished at one point, which yeah. <laughs> but... <laughs> <You're dumb. laughs> but let's talk a bit about our journey as children, like growing up, like the things we used to get up to and first and foremost. I think I was quite pretty good. Yeah. I think I was pretty good. Huh? In terms of gym. Like we oh, I'm talking about outside. Oh, outside? Yeah, like, I was I mean, an angel. In whose I world? I was an angel. To you? I never, ever got excluded from school. Oh, no, no I don't mean like that, but I mean in terms of when we used to go on trips. We, we, oh, with gym? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we need to sneak out a little bit. <laughs> Just a touch. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Oh, it was great. It was amazing. What was so great about it for you? Just being with everyone. Everyone was like... Mm. Everyone was like... Um, everyone just loved each other. Like, we all had such a good, like, love for each other. We had such a good bond. It was literally like family. Mm. And we would just get up to the most shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, oh, it was just great. It was like... Even like... Tra- even like... Um, like training sessions, it was it was brutal, but it was good. Like face stretch us hard, but oh. 
and there was a time like I could she wouldn't let us leave unless we done certain moves. Yeah. But I thought I think it made us all better as people. It definitely builds and characters as well. and coaches. Yeah. It definitely is better as coaches. It's, no, for sure. Not to discourage the newer generation coming up. I just don't personally. I don't think it's the same with that gym. Not with well, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not the same. It's love them to pieces, but it's not. I think our one was built on foundation of a lot of us, in the nicest way, were broken in a lot of ways. In terms yeah. of, we all knew we were coming from struggle. We all yeah. knew that finance wasn't a thing for us. It was, it was, it was pure passion. Yeah, it was a good place for ev- like everyone could come there and release. I believe. Yeah, like, even like the coaches could come there and release because we were such a such a tight-knit family. Yeah. Like, we really, really was. And I agree, it's not the same because I don't think they have that connection that we had no. as coaches and gymnasts. Or yeah. as gymnasts and gymnasts. Yeah. They don't have that connection anymore. No. Especially from coach to... Or, like, older coaches to younger coaches. They don't have that connection. It's yeah. literally like, we have work, you need to do that work. Yeah. So, be there. I think what definitely did motivate me to go to these sessions was the fact that it was a place of relief in terms of I could go and even if I wasn't necessarily in the mood and I knew I had to be there, but if I wasn't in the mood, they could kind of read that and be like, okay, you're going to have a bit of a slower session today Mm. and respect that. Whereas... Not to belittle them, but it's, I see it more as like a results-based place. And I feel like we we got results through passion, not through like constant drilling. Mm. Does that make sense? Because then they're motivated. Like, because when we saw one person do one thing, we're like, okay, I have to get that now. Yeah. It's like, it's was, it was kind of like, we were competing against each other, but in the most friendliest of ways. Yeah. For example, if someone could do something like, for example, if Leonie could, Leonie was like amazing and she could do something Gorgeous. Like, yeah. Okay, well, I need to get that. <laughs> I'm the best in <laughs> No, but it was like that. Like, even when we got older, like, yeah, I've always said to myself that I'm the, I'm the best female gymnast. And I stand by that. I don't oh give, my God. I don't give a shit. Hate <laughs> me if you hate me. I it, it made people want to do better. Yeah. So it was good. It worked. It worked better for us. It definitely did. I feel like comparatively with like other clubs that we would see when we'd go to these festivals and stuff like that, you could see the ones that had the money. Mm-hmm. You could see it, but in my opinion, didn't do anything. It didn't. When I would watch the performance, it didn't emote me. It didn't make me feel like, whoa. Like, however, with us, listen, give us some tape. Give us some... Fam, we, like, the costumes, the... I've got one in particular. Do you know what I'm talking about? The carnival one. The carnival... <laughs> fam! <laughs> fam! We brought carnival to gymnastics, 1,000%. We brought, I swear, down. Like, literally, no one could say anything. Culture, motherfucker. <laughs> Culture. Like, we... Bear in mind, we were the only, like, solely black, black yep. 
<laughs> club yeah. there. Like, the only, yeah. And we still were like, okay, fuck it. We're, we're going to come and show up. 1,000%. But the thing that you wore, that... that the bi- big backpack. Bro, was like, it heavy? No, like, it's not enough. Oh, but still, it was... It went to the ceiling, though. I was not expecting that. Like, because obviously you saw it pe- getting pieced together as time went on. But when it was finished and, like, you guys... Oh, my God. Sorry, it just went into my head. Hannah had Canada and stuff. Like, because it was all supposed to be based on where you're from. Like... Yeah. Yeah. The costumes. Oh, my God. Elite. Elite. Which actually kind of ties me into the people that were making the costumes. Parents would come and just... Be like, okay, what do you need? Yeah. People will be buying things off their own back. And making it. We made we made the costumes ourselves. Me, me, we, we, yeah. We um, helped Ava make the costumes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like we made all of our costumes. You made all of your costumes. Pretty Even much, except from, one. well, when we got older. Yeah. Yeah. Even the gypsy one, like, we made those. Ava would sit there and sew everything. Or my mum would help. Yeah. Your mum was a big... Help. Yeah, she she made the backpack. That's mad. Um, it was just lit. It was crazy. That's, that's the only way that, like... You can't even describe... I can't even tell you, like, over the... Like, you you just had to be there yeah. or see it. It was insane. No, for real. I couldn't, like... Yeah, I would love to go back to that, to that, to Moment. that time. Yeah. How many, how many years ago that was? I would love to go back to that time. Yeah. That was... It was, it was, yeah. it was just life. It was, it, I felt like. Such life. They made us feel like superstars. For real. They made us feel important where we grew up in an area where a lot of gun violence, so a lot of gangs, like big gangs at the time. Um, and you just had to keep your head down. Mm. But in those moments when we had those shows or performances, we we got to shine for yeah. that moment. One hundred percent. It helped a lot of like a lot of the guys as well. Yeah, I feel like if they didn't have the gym, then they would have they could have possibly gone down the, the wrong road. Oh, for sure. One thousand percent. And I feel like the gym just kept everyone there because they wanted to be there. They wanted yeah. to see their people. They wanted to go. I wanted to go to gym. Yeah. Not obviously to learn more things, but primarily I wanted to go to gym because I just loved being there. For sure. It's a bit of a weird one because I feel like our group does not make sense. Mm-mm. Like the people that we were with back in the day group. Or yeah, back in the day group, group and old, well, older group too. But back in the day group, made no sense. The people that we were ha- it made no sense. Like we had our like quirky white people. We had our the you know we had the black people. Mad. It was just it was just like. It was very multicultural. Yeah, it was. It, really it was, was. We had we had all races. It did. It didn't matter as long as you came with. I'm here to learn, or I'm here to learn about you and learn about your experiences, and I take that on board. Do, do you get what I mean? Mm. Like we had until my, I don't know. It's because it's so like memorable in my head. Like Hamish. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> I swear to God, I was about to say Hamish. Hamish, fam, that guy. He's the weirdest person I've ever met in my life. But I love him. He fit in so, so well. <laughs> it was crazy. He's he's great. I remember the first day, 
And like, I must have been like, what, five or six? And this guy's like coming and been like, okay, he's like, I'll take you for a warm up. Because I was late on my first day. It, it was all a, no, I was late to Boy Squad. Because you remember, oh, all of that, all that drama. Like, I got kicked out of Boy Squad. Then I got, yeah, and I got put into Girl Squad. Did you not know? Oh, no, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. In Girl Squad, yeah. Yeah, I got put into Girl Squad. So for a while, I was in Girl Squad without yeah. anyone knowing. Because Ava and Faye were like, yeah, we're not having this. You're gonna, you have to succeed. Yeah. But I didn't know my potential, if that made sense. It's like they saw it before I could even see it. Because to me, I was dead weight. I was just there because my family needed something for me to do. Mm-hmm. I say my family, particularly my mother, because she had so much to do. And I don't think it was just to let me go. Because, like, the reason why I went into gym is because I broke the sofa. And my mum was a match. Like, tomorrow we're going to gymnastics. And oh, I was shit. just like... Okay. But do you know what I mean? Like, I broke the sofa. And I remember the next day... I think it was a part of her plan anyway. Okay, I remember, like, the first time I went to the leisure centre. Yeah. And I just remember walking in, and the boys were doing, like, a display. And it had, like, you know the guys I'm talking about, right? Without big say, lads. The big lads. <laughs> Uh, she's currently doing a move that they did, which was like uh, very uh, questionable, but <laughs> it okay. is what it was. That was a signature move. I don't care. That was yeah. The it, girls learned it. <laughs> but I just remember being like, I want to be like them. I, I just remember it so clearly. Like they were flipping, they were going over each other. I was like, nah, nah. I want to be like them. I was so desperate to be like them. I just remember being like in awe, like, okay, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this now. Like, I just remember, because my relation to gymnastics was Power Rangers. <laughs> like... You love Power Rangers? You know I love Power Rangers. But you know I love it. I <laughs> you, still love it to this day. Yeah, no, you I do. You asked me questions, and I was like... What? <laughs> the hell? But I just... It was just a place where I was like, okay, cool. This, this is, this is, this is the place for me. And at that moment, I didn't know I was going to find my chosen family. Mm. I didn't know how monumental you were going to be in my life, and still are to today. Because we've been through some shit. One thousand, one thousand, ten percent. We've definitely been through. Been through the storm. Yeah. But it's been, it's been, it's been, I feel like predominantly it's been the best time ever. Yeah. There has been some rocky roads on that best time. Yeah. But it just, it just crafted us into the people that we are today. For sure. Like we got to travel at such a young age to so many different countries and continents for our age. How did we do that? I do not know. Everyone was salvaging <laughs> as money. much money, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we got it good. done. We got it done. We got it done. And we killed it. Yeah. And the thing is, I think was so memorable. Like I go to places now, or like I've toured other places, and they go, "Wait, you're that person?" And I'm like, "Yeah." They're like, "Yeah, I remember that. I remember that." And I'm just like, 
oh mad like okay we're like that that you can remember us like that was to me was like crap they will never forget the boys no the, they'll never forget the, they'll never forget the boys because the boys just kill it every time and the girls love the boys that's probably why but we move. But we move. <laughs> no, but the, you guys did your thing though as well. I yeah, think you I'm did your thing. It. You definitely brought a version of things that hadn't been done before. Yeah. For sure. So you did pave your own way as well, I, I believe. But with that being said, I want to talk about our bond. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk about... There was a, there was a time... Hmm. where because you had always looked after me mm-hmm. in gym you always had looked after me and I could never repay that back I couldn't even till now I don't feel like I quite have done that hmm. and, I, and I know it's not a tit for tat thing but I just the support you gave me especially when you were going through your own shit I, I can't thank you enough. But one particular thing, I do... When your mum passed, mm. I I can remember so clearly being told and where I was told. And I was, like, shocked to my core. Because I, I had seen her the week before. Yeah. I literally had seen her the week before. And she... Weirdly, I do remember this. Like, she gave me a hug. And, like, your mum usually gives me a hug, but it was the way she gave me a hug. You know when you don't understand what's going on, but someone gives you a hug and you're like, oh, okay. That was false, boy. <laughs> it was like... No, you felt it. I felt it. And it was... It, it, it was... Yeah. And I just remember my mum being here ready to be like are you okay mm. and then being like is Eben okay I was like I don't know I didn't see her today how was that journey for you honestly that was probably the worst day of my life hands down yeah it was a uh... It was, it was, it was bitter. Oh, I don't know how to explain. It, it was kind of like bittersweet in the sense that it was bitter because I'm never gonna be able to speak to my mom ever again. Well, never. She's never gonna be able to hug me or no. She hasn't seen my. She's never gonna meet my son or my other children or when I get married or whatever. Yeah. Um. It was sweet in the sense that I got to see her take her last breath. And I, I was with her in the hospital when she took her last breath. That, um, it was nice to be there till the very end, in yeah. that sense. But from when she left, it was, I kind of went on a little bit of a spiral. Yeah. It was just a bit downhill from there, like decisions that I was making, mm. things that I was doing. I started smoking. I was drinking way too much. Mm. And none of that helped. Even though you might think that it helps or you think, oh yeah, let me have a drink or it doesn't help shit. 
because when you wake up the next day before you do it again you're still stuck with that same burden that you had before yeah. you're still fe- feeling the same way that you felt before and then you drink again to try and make it go away which don't make sense it's absolutely stupid it was oh, it was an awful time it was, it was a fucking awful time but it's oh, it oh, what do I always say it never it never gets easier mm. you just learn to live with it okay like it's always there's always going to be a big hole in my heart where she where that happened and she left but you just let you just learn to live with it and you just I just aim to do everything in my power to make her proud I think you're doing that I hope so but it is it is awful it's with you for the rest of your life as I said like I've cried when I had my son. I was crying in hospital. It's okay. Yeah, no, so. <laughs> you're, 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 I'm so proud. I like. Just to give you a moment, like, yeah. I'm I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Um, no, like, when I say this, I mean this with my heart. Like, I'm so proud of you. I feel like the period, and this is what I was talking about. Like, I can't repay you enough because I felt like I needed to be there for you at that time, but I didn't know how I could be other than to just try and keep it as normal as possible. Still make the same jokes, still be that annoying little brother to you. To to keep give you some normality. Mm. Was it always the best way? I, I, I can't say that for sure. But it definitely... Your mum was like a mum to me. And... At the time at which it happened, I was was going through quite a lot of identity issues. And your mum always made it easy for me. Always made it easy for me. Never once did she say, oh, why why are you being this way? Or not... Do you know what I mean? Like, she made me be me and I do remember like my mum and your mum having this long conversation now I know what it was but at the time I was like why why are they having such a long conversation and then I remember we were just in the car like just I don't know what we were doing we were just in the car just like joking about mm. do, do you know do you remember what I'm talking about no <laughs> <laughs> there was a time like after gym, I think it was just before we were about to go, like, on a performance, or, like, it was around that time anyway, and we were just in the car, like, chilling, and you, I, I can't remember, we probably just chatting crap, but I swear, they were talking for about over an hour outside, and your mum had told my mum that, yeah, I've got cancer, and that I need you to just, like, keep an eye on Eben. Mm. And I remember, like, after she had passed, I, I think it was a quite, not quite a few years later, but it was a bit afterwards, 
my mum told me. And I was like, oh, I didn't realise it was that. And she said, I don't know, like, why it happened, but I'm glad it happened because I always saw Eben as my daughter. <laughs> but do you get what I mean? And there's one poignant part which I feel like there was a shit, like, a good shift. You remember when we were in the park late at night and you lost your chain? Yeah. Yeah. And I've been talking about vulnerability. And as I said earlier, you're quite... And I don't think... I don't think it's a facade at all. I think you are generally that way, but Mm. you let in little moments. And I think in that moment, you were vulnerable. 1,000%. And you literally, like, were not leaving until... I had to find that chain. Yeah. There's no way in hell that I was ever going, oh. Yeah. There's no way. This chain's been broken for, like, two years. And I finally got it fixed. And it's never come off my neck. Never. This is the last thing that... Like, it was hers, innit? She used to wear it every day. Mm. So, she's always with me. Even though she's always with me anyway, but... Yeah. She's always with me. I could never lose it. After that night of you losing the chain, do you remember you came here and we, like, just slept for a bit and my mum made us food? Do you remember? So my mum started making, like, pancakes and stuff. I said, oh, it's been it's been a long night. And she said, okay, come. That's fine. She's like, you guys go and sit down and rest and then once the food is done, come. She, like, she cooked and, like, the food was done and, like... You, you, I feel like you were trying to laugh for it, but then at some point you were just like, yeah, I'm not okay. And I was like, I oh, yeah, it, it was mad. I, w- I was shocked. <laughs> I even looked at you like, what the hell was going on? And you went, yeah, I'm not okay. And I was like, uh, uh. And at that point I had never, as I said, I, I was always trying to keep that normality. So like, I've always been jokey with you. So at the point at which you've just gone, I'm not okay. Hmm. I'm like, what do I say to that? And my mum was like, okay, that's fine. But you're like, my mum was like, yeah, but that's normal. Mm. That's normal not to be okay. And at that point, or around that time, my mum had just lost her mum. I remember. So it was kind of like, I think maybe there was an understanding there that I couldn't quite get, but you two did. Does that make sense? Yeah, sorry, I was somewhere else. No, it's fine. What you just said, yeah, you wouldn't. It's something that you wouldn't. Until what happens to you, you never ever know. Yeah. Even though, like, you can have mobly, mobly figures, and obviously your grandma is very close to yeah. her. And that's obviously a, a mobly figure as well, but it's, yeah, it's just. Yeah, it's just something that you could, like... Obviously, grandparents, for, like, for example, grandparents, they get older and then they pass. pass like, you, yeah. It's kind of like a normal thing. Um, but where, oh, where I was so young, like, I was literally like... A lot of... Okay, cool. Let's go back. Mm. I was 17. So my the first thing that kicked me was... I was like, I couldn't even go out with her. Because she used to go out with my sister... Like, mm. to, like, raves and go and party and whatnot, whatnot, whatnot. 
I was ne- I was never able to go out of her. That's the first first thing that kicked me. The second thing was carnival, of course. Yeah. Since I was two, I was going, went carnival one month. Never gonna do that. We've meant to go to Trinidad Carnival together. Never mm. gonna do that. But the one thing that really burns me, and obviously it's burning me now, is that she's never ever ever gonna meet my children. Yeah. And it's just, it's just oh. It actually burns me so much like it's just so it's so shit yeah. because he will never ever ever get to meet this amazing woman and like times where I just need like if she was here I feel like it would be so much easier as a, as a mum yeah but um that literally burns me that like, she will never ever meet my children she'll never meet my wedding but who gives a fuck like you can get married like, five times <laughs> Yeah. Like she will never ever ever meet my my kids, and that is the one thing that I don't think I'll ever get over that. I don't, I don't think I'll ever heal from the fact that she will never meet my kids. I think is it. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Is it a place that you just have to come to terms with that? Yeah. Okay. It burned, but she's not coming back. So. It's interesting because the moment, well, <laughs> the moment that you told me that you're pregnant was very different to the moment I told you were pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember seeing you and like, you had this glow. <laughs> and when I say this, now on reflection, you were stepping into your Mum, you were becoming holy, like, holy, is, can you say wholesome? that? Not wholesome, but like, you are becoming your mum. Like, completely. That's okay. the word I'm looking for. You became your mum completely. And I think I saw a glimpse of your mum the moment that I noticed you were pregnant. Because, like, okay, she's stepping into a new era. Because, as you've mentioned, you went into a coping mechanism of drinking quite a bit. Or smoking. And I know, like, there'll be times where... And I know it probably was annoying. And that was for my own personal things. So I was most definitely projecting. I'd be like, oh, yeah, no, just have one more and then we're done. Or, like, let's just stop here. And for you, you probably didn't need to hear that. And I want to, you know, apologise for that also. I apologise. But do you know what I mean? Like, that was... I just did... I couldn't... I couldn't bear to see someone that I loved so much or cared about to that extent. I don't want to say, I don't want to use the, I feel like damage is such a strong word, but I didn't want to see you crumble. I only wanted to see you win. And it, it almost looked like you were self-destructing. I get what you're saying. I thought there's a, um... I always say that um, everything happens for a reason. Mm. So, I don't know. Well, I, I know the reason that mum, she's out of pain in it. She's in no more pain. Yeah. No one wants to live in pain. I get that. I never got a chance to die, but, you know. But, um, 
I feel like I had to do that. I had to go down that road. No. I feel like everything that has happened in my life has happened for a reason to, to make me the person I am today. Because mm-hmm. when she died, before, before, but when she was here, I feel like I was still like a, a hard exterior, but mm. when she died, that made me, people say I'm cold, I'm heartless. I don't give a fuck. But that is my <laughs> attitude. Yeah. That is literally my, when she died, I don't give, there's nothing that can stress me to the fact that there's nothing that can take me to the back to back to the way that that how I felt back in then. That moment. So anything that happens in my life right now, if it's nothing concerning my child, my dog, <laughs> my my brother, my family, yeah, like your chosen family, I don't my yeah, yeah. If it's not affecting my 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 own. Yeah, I could give two flying. I just don't care and. It, it gets me even with my family like they they, they, they they chat to me about certain things or they get on to me oh you're rude your attitude da, 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 da. I'm just like one I don't care what you're, what you're talking about and two you're upset with me because my attitude is I don't care yeah that's what you're getting on to me is because my attitude is I don't give, I don't care and I that is the most that if, if, if someone could say like what do you love about yourself most that is what I love about myself is that I don't care because no one can ever fuck up my mood or fuck mm. up the way I'm feeling or doing whatever. Cool. Whatever situation, breakups, cool. I literally give my, okay, weak tops. Mm. Like, when, when my child's father done what he done, whatever, cool. I was pissed, I was upset. But, at the end of the day, my youth sitting there looking so fucking beautiful <laughs> and my dog needs to be fed, so... <laughs> You need to get your ass up, <laughs> get to work, and yeah. do what you got. Like, it's that yeah. real. I can't stress, like, it's just nothing else, like, nothing matters to me. Like, I just, I just really don't care. Yeah. I, I, this, um, I don't know how deep I dive into I don't care, because... If you know me, I always talk about me going... If I'm in a fuck it mood, it's dangerous. Mm. Like, if I'm in the mood of, like, I don't give a fuck in this moment, I know what I'm like, and I know how blunt I can be and how dismissive I am. And it's not because I'm trying to be mean. It's just that's how I feel. It's just that, it's like, what's the point? What's the... <laughs> what's the... What's the point? Why, why am I giving energy to something that's not even benefiting me does that make sense like why am i giving energy to to a person or people mm. that don't even want to see me succeed but rather see me on my face and be like oh i was the one that helped you up do, do you get what i mean you, you know what i'm getting at mm. but why would you rather see me on my face than to see us both rise i ha- i have i think i have that's like one of my biggest pet peeves when people love to say that they were the one that picked them up or they I, I don't like that shit. Like, if you're saying that you're supporting them, calm, do that. But if you're gonna, if you're gonna wait for them to fall on their face flat, and then be like, okay, now I'm gonna step in and make it look or give this illusion that I'm this person to you, and then when shit actually hits the fan, you're not there for me. Mm. I I don't have I don't have time for that. Have me when I'm good. Have me when I'm alright and have me when I'm going through my shit. 
don't don't pick and choose. Yeah, everyone goes through their own crap, and I appreciate that. Say that, but then don't. I said this in the last episode. Don't make it seem as if you're the problem as to why they are. They at the end of the day, we all make choices. Mm-hmm. So. If you're then going to be the one to say, oh, you're, you're the reason why I am feeling this way now, that's, that's not an excuse. Mm. It's how much you want to take on for yourself. So if, if you've done something, it's how I react is what's going to make me feel this way. So when you said earlier that I'm not going to let, no one can fuck up my mood. That's amazing. That's amazing. You can't give someone that power. Absolutely not. I feel like I finally got there, but that, that's essentially what I want to say is that you can't give someone that power or feel that they have that power over you. And I think in a lot of circumstances, as we know, there's been people in our lives that feel like they have that power over us or that we're always just going to be there at a beck and call. Mm. You know exactly what I'm talking about. My eye was twitching. But was do you know what I mean? That devil. <laughs> Are we talking about the same person? I've talked about a few people, but they're, they're included. The dragon. Ebon. <laughs> but, do you know what I mean? Like, and I, I can I can respect that they've been through stuff. I can, what? that, you know what I mean? They've been through stuff and everyone's been through stuff. But it's about, we'll not do that on here, but you know what I mean? Like, but it's not about that. But do, do you get what I mean? Like, it's... Everyone goes through whatever they're going through, 1,000%. Everyone's going through something in their life. Period. At the same time. Like, I get, I get what you're saying. But some people are just evil. And you don't need those people in your life. No. But saying that... I'm, do you know... My strong... My strong... My, the thing that I love about myself the most is also the thing that I also don't like about myself. Okay. It's because... Because I don't care... And I get over things and it's like, I don't have time for your short work. I just don't mm-hmm. even care. Like, like, it's silly. If they was to come to me and be like, oh, I apologise. I'd be like, oh, it's all bit. <laughs> and I'm, because I'm over it, like, yeah. you know, I, don't, I don't let it stress my life because... What's the point? Care. Yeah. Um, I'm just like, oh, it's all bit. It's not to say that we're going to go back to the way we were, but it's to say that yeah. I forgive you because... You're not going to be a burden on my life. Oh my God. That's that's insane you say that. Literally last episode, my sister said the same thing. I think I've only just learnt that. Like, I viewed forgiveness as I had to forgive everything and forget it. No. So that that's what I was struggling with. I was like, how am I supposed to forget something that hurt me or cut me so deep? Why, why am I going to forgive that? You have to forgive it for your own self. Yeah. So you can heal from that. Yeah. You never forget it. Like, I, I never forget any, anything that anyone's done to me. Never. Yeah. But I'm not. I'm also not that person that's going to throw it in your face either. Like, I just have it in my... Yeah. In my... There's people like that that do throw it back in your face. Do you know what I mean? There's people that... They take that venom... They hold it with our like almighty and just throw it in your face. And I think <laughs> mm, the relationship 
Yeah, sorry. No, 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 go, go, go. I feel like the people that do that, one, I just think they're cunts. Mm. Because I hate people that do that. I hate people that throw something. I hate people. Like, you don't even understand. I hate them <laughs> with a passion of life. But in my head, I just feel like they have not forgiven what that person's done mm. to them. Yeah. So because they haven't forgiven it and they haven't let it go from themselves, it's always going to be on their head and they're always going to bring it up at any chance. It's It's so interesting because... So the relationship that I got into, yeah, the relationship I got into is actually this. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) We're all like spelling the name, but, (laughs) but, um, yeah, the relationship I got into, uh, I never used to be a person that would like, be like, but you did this. When someone comes for your character, and this is, I'm just basing it on this, um, so maybe people have experienced the same. When people come for your character time and time again, and you don't even know that they're doing it, like, because I was so blissfully in love, and I think you've been there. Stupidly in love. But you've been there. With who? Abroad. My fiance? Yeah. Ex? I'm sorry, my ex fiance. (laughs) Yes. He's married now, anyway. But do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I was so blissfully in love, I didn't realise that, what was going on. So eventually, I start picking up traits that they were doing. I mean, like, okay, but you did this, because if your goal is to hurt me, I'm, I don't want to hurt you, but, like, that's what you want. You want to fight. Mm. That's what you want from me. You want to fight. But they're toxic people. Yeah. They're just... They're toxic people. I picked I picked out some traits from that fucking <laughs> witch of a human jackass bitch. Anyway, I mean, this is the most uncensored part I've had so I'm far, so but I love sorry. it. No, it's fine. I love um, it. <laughs> oh, I can't stand the bitch. Um, when I did that idiot, idiot, idiot girl. Um. Oh my god. Yeah, I picked up some traits. But they're just toxic and they get into your head and they literally like they they um they project how they're feeling, how they move onto you. Yeah. Like it's so awful. Do you know how much weight I lost when I was with that idiot? Like from due to like stress, like oh there's some toxic people in this world. Mm, But that's so interesting you say the weight thing. Um Mm. Yeah, I can share this. So I I put on quite a bit of weight, as you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me quite a bit of weight was that understatement. I put on weight. I was I lost. I, I saw was. You. I was like, what the fuck? I. I mean, you were swollen. I was swollen, but I was. I was. T- I was depressed. Yeah. I was depressed. And I feel like when I finally had told you what had happened to me mm. with the the mm. sexual assault, the person that I looked to to understand that didn't. And being in a confined environment with them because it happened during the pandemic, I didn't know where to turn to. Mm. And the same thing happened with me, alcohol and food. 
food became a comfort because I wasn't I didn't eat for so long mm. like it was really bad to the point where like the other people I was living with were like what the hell like you need to eat something and then finally when I ate I was like after starvation I then started more and more and more and more and they loved that I became that because in their head I was this athletic chiseled person and I never knew that they couldn't stand it or they saw it as a commodity so when I finally got big they were better than me Mm. they felt better than me and they watched me get big so that they could get smaller or and I thought that was mad And, and I didn't know that at the time I was like, oh, that's good that you're doing that. Like, you know, for your mental health, you're, you're, you're exercising a lot. But I didn't know it was in, in fact, that they wanted me to be the ugly one. Or it, it was very strange. I, did, I didn't know. So then later on, when we finally did part ways and we saw each other again, one of the first things they said to me, they're like, oh, isn't this funny? I thought you would have had a six pack by now. I don't know how I can tell you that cut so deep. That cut so deep, yeah. Like, I've just picked myself back up about how I look, how I feel. And I didn't mention earlier, like, I didn't realise, I think I did, I think a lot of gymnasts have this, but body dysphoria. Like, I didn't know to what extent then I had that. So, like, I had a really big bum. <laughs> yes, we know. <laughs> and I, there was never shorts that fitted me. To the point where I had to get shorts custom made. And it was embarrassing standing in my leotard in front of everyone. While someone makes me shorts because there's nothing that fits me. <laughs> But do you know what I mean? Like, I can laugh about it now, but at the time, I was like, uh, uh, like, I couldn't even move because they were like, no, wait, wait until it's done. And I'm just standing there like, because just to clarify, women, when they wear their leotards, it's just normal leotard without shorts. And then boys would wear leotards with shorts. Mm. But I was standing there with just my leotard on. And I didn't realise, I didn't give credit to how much that fucked me up. They didn't, even, they didn't tell me to go and put on a jumper or anything. I was just standing there in front of everyone. I don't remember that. I think, I think that's bad on them. They're not. But they didn't know any... I was a kid. So why, they didn't think anything of it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Okay, back in the day, yeah. Yeah. They couldn't do that to a child in this day and age. No. There's no way in hell. No. But back then, it was just like, just, well, let's yeah, just get on with it. Everyone is, it's like, everyone's family there. So I, in that sense, everyone's like family. Yeah. So in that sense, I can understand. I think, I, I don't think it was ill malice. It wasn't intentional. No. It, was, it wasn't to shame me. It was just literally like, okay, let's do this. Hmm. But it then... I never gave credit to how much it trickled into my life. So, like, when clothes stopped fitting me, or... It, it it was hard. It was very hard. 
because everything got bigger. And then I got to a place where, fuck it, the fuck it stage. I was like, fuck this then, I don't care. Like, I'm not here trying to impress anyone. If you want to be with me, be with me. But if I'm not I'm not here to try and get with anyone. Not to say that I didn't get it. <laughs> not to say I didn't get anyone. Because then a year later I went on... Oh, yeah. You're going to meet her, by the way, listeners. Meet who? Oh, no, not that one. Me who? My ex, Jordan. Oh. Yeah. She'll be popping up on the podcast soon. But, um... What a... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> but... I just... I went for a lot of... Checking myself. Like, I didn't know what I liked about myself. Mm. And then that's when I had to find what I liked about my mind to then start liking myself again. I'm not saying I'm there. By all means, I'm not saying I'm there, but it's definitely much better than what it was a couple of years ago. I hear you. I just feel... There's, obviously, there's so much toxic people in this world. There's a million and five thousand. I don't even know if that makes sense. But um, <laughs> there's so much toxic people in this world. But you, we as people, we just... Or you as a person, me as a person... Mm. I I won't okay cool there's a okay there's people that I have around me yeah I don't like what they do yeah but because I know who I am and Mm. I I can only as much I don't know how to say this but I there's people that put on a front Mm. when they're around certain people I see that as a full time job there's I physically cannot be someone else to please someone. Yeah. I physically can't be myself, period. As much... I don't even try, like... Like, for example, if I'm, like... Just for example, if I, like, go on a date or I'm seeing someone new, like, maybe for, like, the first thing I'd be, like... But then I wouldn't. I would try and be, like, oh, okay, you can't burp. (laughs) But then... It's either you like me for me or you don't, so get yeah. the fuck on. Like, I just can't... <laughs> there's people that... I just can't be someone that is... I can't, I can't pretend. Yeah, it's, no, no, it's, not it, at all. I don't get people that do that. But I, there's so yeah. many... Sorry, Don. No, 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 you're... No, you're sorry. But there's so many people that are around me, like, that I classify as my friends, mm. that do put on an act. Mm. and there's so much things that they do that I don't like but because I'm so comfortable with myself and I know who I am it's not going to interfere it will never ever ever interfere with myself it will never interfere with me yeah I hear that I hear that there's people oh but I do have a like not a division system but I do say to people there's people that are you know associates people that you know just in your daily life you acknowledge do you know what I mean like if you message me or you invite me to... Yeah, I will I'll acknowledge it. It doesn't mean I'm going to go, but it is what it is. There's people that I think are my friends. Now, the ones that are my friends are just people that I get along with very well. Mm. They're just people that I get along on with really well. And I'm just talking people that are not blood. This is the category for me. But when you fall into the category of being my family, mm. now that is a different... That is a different energy. And I, I don't rant with that. Like... And I, I keep I keep talking about chosen family. That for me is 
<sighs> above, yeah. Above all, my chosen family means the world. Mm. And if that was to ever be ripped out, I don't think that was a period where it, 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 it felt like it had been ripped out. But then I was proven wrong by the people that were my real chosen family. Do you get what I mean? Like, the people that I chose to be my chosen family, I thought were there for me. Mm-hmm. But then the people that needed to show up, when they knew... You knew I wasn't okay. You knew that there was something up. So you called me out on it. Mm-hmm. and said, what the hell was going on? But then there was the people that I thought that would always be there that are not here anymore. And, I, and I'm thankful for that. Everything you, happens for a reason. It happens for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. Those people that are not in your life, they're not meant to be in your life. That is, you may not understand it. No. You may not understand it right now. But also, you may not... Un- oh, there, could be, there could be multiple things. You may not understand it right now. Or you may never understand it. Or you will understand it and what you understand is that it wasn't made, it wasn't, this is what I'm saying, people are fake. Not fake, people act or they have two different faces or whatever. Yeah. Or there's people that, everything links together. So there's people that influence them <laughs> yeah. and project their shit onto that person. So then it's just like, and that person yeah, moves a bit mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's all one cycle. Yeah, yeah. And then when they start moving mad, it affects your their your relationship with them, and then it may seem like oh I don't need that person in my life, but then you may not. I mean, you, they may come back as well. That that I can may. see. But me, I don't feel like the only person and the only people I love. Same with the family thing. I have a lot of people. That I know a lot of people. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's the same thing. There's like people that I know, friends. And then family. I always say that I have, I have no friends because everyone that is close it's to me, me is my family. family. Yeah, like, I get I get it one hundred percent, and I really forgot the point that I was saying. But <laughs> no, I think you've done amazing because that I was going to verge on that, like because I feel not. It's not bad to be. I want you to acknowledge that I I do see you as a friend, and if I do call you a friend, I do see that. Mm. But mostly the people that are my friends, are my chosen family. Yeah. And I'm content with that. So that means that the pool of friendship that I have is very minute. It's very small. And I'm good with that. And I think I can count them on my hands who those friends are and then the rest are people that I associate myself with. Does that make sense? Yeah. But Eben, this has been a journey. (laughs) I hope you've like, found maybe areas that you're happy with and I want you to know like I want to say clarity initially I was going to say clarity let me be I want to be transparent with you I was going to say I hope you found some clarity in some of the things we've said today or if there's something that you're going to go on with it's it's I don't think Healing is an easy subject because it means to be vulnerable. Yeah. To be vulnerable. Why do you say it's to be vulnerable? 
Not to be vulnerable, but... Oh, no, no, no. That's not what I mean. I mean, as in, it's to be... To acknowledge your own process or to acknowledge how you cope and if that's a healthy habit or not. That's kind of what I meant to say. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Healing is just something that you've got to go for in yourself. I mean, that obviously people, as I said, everyone heals different. Some people like to go to therapy, group therapy. Someone likes to talk to a therapist. People that don't like to talk, you you just find your own way. Own you, you find your way. No. Okay. It's just in a dark tunnel, and there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. In every situation. For sure. <laughs> yeah, this this one hit different. And thank you, thank you for letting me do this I, I I appreciate you and I hope you know that how much I love you I love you too no but it's different you I mean, know I am amazing <laughs> <laughs> no I'm joking no but it, you were there you were there you know what I'm talking about right I'm always going to be there and I know that and you know I'm always going to be here yeah but this can I just can I just go into one more thing yeah yeah of course like let's just let's just get from one thing. I probably see Khaled maybe like five times a year. It's definitely it's more than that, but I get what you're saying. No, let's think about it. Last time, how many times did I see you? Last, Last year. year, quite a few times. No, think about it. Your birthday was one. Before that, Bir- one. birthday, like in passing, or you might pass. Do you know what it is? Okay, I get what you mean. Like scheduled meetups, I think it's like five times a year. But a thing that we do, and we definitely do do this, is where. Be like, what are you doing? It'll be spare at the moment. It'll be spare at the moment and we'll pass through momentarily yeah. for like 10 minutes. Catch up, catch up, bye. No. So, with that, yeah. So then it doesn't feel like we've seen each other. I think we do that a lot. Yeah. But I get what you mean. We don't see each other much or we, how, we, how we used to see each other. Yeah. The point, the point that I'm trying to get at is that I barely, like, we barely speak. Excuse, yeah. Even like my best friend, I, I barely speak to her. But, and all the like, I just can't stress about the fakery that people do. All these people like, oh, my bestie, da, 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 that speak to each other. I don't need to speak to you every day. As long as you know and I know where yeah. we stand and that you're in my life and you're always going to be in my life, that yeah. is all that matters. Yeah. That is the only thing that matters. As long as I can call your phone and be like, I need you. Boom. Yeah. But you know that. Yeah, and as long as we, as long as you, as long as we both know that. Yeah. Then. The rest is fucking dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> this has become an uncensored podcast. <laughs> no, I love it. Sorry. It's fine. It's fine. Because that's how you that's how you express yourself, and yeah. I'm all here for the self expression. Okay, so every episode, I send people on tasks. Yeah. Then we're gonna do the quote. And then we give a song to add to the playlist that I'm going to add every week for every release of podcast that okay. goes out. So people can heal from the songs that... Or, heal, or just vibe to it, you know, uh, each week. So it's, it's definitely... So far, the music choice I've been chosen, I think it's very cute. So I'm excited to hear what your choices are as well. But this week's challenge is to 
Make time for yourself. Be alone. Find time to be alone and find you. Just take a moment to be by yourself. Because I don't think we do that enough. I feel we always find something to stimulate us. That being via social media, that being, I don't know, hanging out for drinks. That's also cool if that's how you take time for yourself. But actually take time for yourself. Be alone for at least an hour, half an hour to just come home and just look around you, what's around you. So Evan, without without further ado, sorry. (laughs) What is something or saying, quote, that's helped you through? Happened for a reason. Everything. No, honestly, honestly, I swear to God, I live by this. Everything happens. What is meant to be will be. Mm. That's one thing. But it's the same as everything happens for a reason. I live by that quote. Yeah. Everything does happen for a reason. I was here today for a reason. You were. And you, I feel blessed. I feel good. I feel good. You, you've done. I can't explain. The journey in just in this podcast is like the journey that I feel you've been on, like in life, like this jokey hard hysteria, which I always knew. I think that's the, the that was the weirdest thing to me is that I always knew. I never, I never saw you as scary. I never saw you as, oh, she's a bitch. I never, I never, I never. I was just like, that's just happened, fam. Why are you, why are you pressed? Like, do you know what I mean? I was like, Fuck why y'all hate <laughs> But I was like, why are you guys so stressed about this girl? Like, let her be. Live, let her live her life. Like, why are you so... Do you know what I mean? So... I know business, Do you know what I mean? I get bitch, yeah. No, you're just smooth face. No, I just... I don't know you, innit? <laughs> Once you get to know... I feel like... Once you get to know... First meeting uh, me, they probably yeah. think... Whoa. Yeah. But even I feel like I smile a lot. Maybe not. Okay, yeah, I was gonna say. Hello, um, no, but I think you smile a lot with the people that you care about. Yeah. Yeah. Once, but once you, if you know me, then we're good. Have a ball. Yeah. Great start. Can I have your two songs or a song if you have any? Their song, favorite song in the whole entire world. Religiously. Okay. And it just every time I feel down. If like if I'm ah, oh, it's just crazy. Okay. If I'm listening to this song, someone will automatically know that I'm thinking about something or I just need to listen to it. Pretty Wings by Maxwell. <gasps> Shut up! Shut up! I swear to God! I swear to God! I swear to God! <laughs> I swear nah that that was literally my, no swear down. That is my all-time favorite song. Okay, I, I can't. Well, that that was mine also. So that's was cool. it? Well, yeah, because it made me think of you. I no. See? Do you know what? Originally, it was. Did you I know was, that was my favorite song? Kind of. Um, I was gonna do a woman's work by him, but then I was like, oh, I do love that one. You do love that. We can add that to the playlist as well. A woman's work. Did you want my second song? Yes, please. Closer by. Don't know how to pronounce her name. Go Pella, Go Pele. Go. <gasps> no, close it. Oh. Yeah, that song. That song. I love yeah. that song. 
That song bangs. Is I can listen to that on repeat all day. <sighs> Oh, I can't believe you've done that. Okay, well, these, okay, I keep saying like two songs and like then ramble on about how many songs I've put on here, but anyway, <laughs> it is what it is. So, Pretty Wings were, because it, it reminded me of you. Then I thought this was important because I feel like this is something, because I see you as my sister, and this also reminds me of my sister, um, Family Portrait by Pink. I do like that song. Yeah. I haven't listened to that song in a very long time. But I don't know that family portrait. I think, who it hits. It hits a nerve for me. Yeah. Listen to that again. <laughs> but I do. I know the song you're talking about. Um, we are family from Dreamgirls. <laughs> I had to pay a bunch <laughs> to uh, the musicals as well. But we are family. That, that song. It's just. Do you know what I mean? That's amazing. That's a that's a amazing. good <laughs> And then this one is like we we didn't speak about this and I thought it was gonna come up, but really briefly I uh, losing someone mm. or someone of importance to you is very difficult. There's a song called Reaper by Sia. Uh it's mostly oh, it's mostly about taking your own life at the wrong time. And there's been people around me that it's happened to or have gone too early. And that's what I wanted to reference to with that song. Um, but it, I think it's worded... I think the, the, na- the title of the song is quite harsh, but in reality, the what she says is very touching. Very touching. What's it called? Uh, Reaper. Reaper. Ooh, and another one to be authentically yourself before we go. <laughs> Breathe Me by Sia. Do you know that song? Oh my God, Breathe Me. Breathe Me? By Sia. By Sia. I don't really listen to her. But that's this is all her old stuff. Prim- oh. Well, old like stuff. Chandler. Before Chandelier. Yeah, Breathe Me is before Chandelier. That song... I used to cry. I literally used to cry to that. But, Eben, (laughs) thank you. Sorry, just to go to the song that I used to cry about. Yeah. Miss You by Aaliyah. Miss You by Aaliyah, okay, we can add that. That, amazing song. Miss You by Aaliyah. Okay, I I hear that. Miss You by Aaliyah. Have you listened to it? No, I don't think I really know that one. You need to listen to it. Oof, this this playlist is gonna be banging. <laughs> I'm ready. Thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. I hope you've enjoyed your time on here. I have. I have. Anytime. Anytime. I will be back. You yeah. heard it here first. I. Do you know what? I love so far. Like my sister's like, I'm gonna be back. My mom's like, I'm gonna be back. And I'm like, we'll be back. I love it. I love Catch it. Me again, host. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening and enjoy your week ahead. Like and subscribe. <laughs> this ain't YouTube. <laughs> post a share. Well, yeah, post a share, please. <laughs> Bye.